Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names, Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. They got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs. The Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Tim Cantori from the Weather Channel will join us coming up in a little bit. At least we're planning on talking to him. Just got a tweet from him uh, earlier this morning that uh, talked about the Category 5 winds. They're up to 155 miles per hour. The Buccaneers moving their practice facility down to uh, Miami, or at least leaving their practice facility to go to Miami. you got some college football games that are going to be affected, and uh, we'll talk to Jim Cantore coming up. In fact, here's Tom Brady talking about leaving Tampa to go to Miami to then come back to Tampa to host Kansas City. Preparations for an NFL game are pretty intense. This is a little different for me. I've never had to deal with anything like this. So, you know, we had COVID for a couple of years, and now with this uh, seems like pretty intense hurricane coming our way, I don't think Tampa is probably, I don't think any place is very well suited for a hurricane to hit. But everyone in this area will be in our thoughts and prayers as we go through it. I know our team is going to have to adjust, go to Miami and practice there for the week. And then hopefully we can come back later in the week and play against the Chiefs Sunday night. I don't know what the line is there. What's Tampa favored by? Because that certainly disrupts your normal routine there. Yeah, Paul. I have 
Chiefs giving two points to the Buccaneers. Chiefs are favored. Yeah. Oh. All right. How about that? Okay. The Bengals are giving four to the new and improved Miami Dolphins there. What about the Ravens and the Bills? What do you think the line is? I'm going to say the Bills are favored by two and a half. I'm going to give that to you. It's three. Okay. Bills by three. Okay. Bloop. Yeah. Are we playing guess that line? Um, How about Eagles and the Red Hot Jaguars, but the even probably hotter Eagles? Okay. So the Eagles at home against the new and improved Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm going to say Eagles by five. Eagles six and a half. Ooh, that's uh, a loss for me. I, I love how all these analysts are now on the Trevor Lawrence bandwagon. Like, hey, he's for real. Okay, he's the same quarterback who played there last year. You know, granted, he went through an awful lot. Was he a, a really good quarterback playing in a bad system or a bad team? Like, what happened? Now, all of a sudden, Trevor Lawrence is for real. They're going to win the South. Yeah. They may do some damage in the playoffs. All I know is they got a good defense. And Trevor Lawrence has played really well. I don't know if that means hey, I'd take him over Justin Herbert. I'd take him over, uh, you know, Burrow. Like that, that's the elevation. That just happened here. It's almost like, ah, what did we talk about today? How about uh, Trevor Lawrence is great? Yeah, all right, sounds good. Let's go. What if he has a bad game? You just say, well, that's, that's just one bad game. Like if Jalen Hurts doesn't play well, oh, I don't know. <laughs> just not sold. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I need a larger sample size. <laughs> yes, Mark. Is this a state? Is this a, a statement, statement game? game? Whoa! Oh, this early? I didn't know they had statement games in the NFL. College football, you have a statement game. I was also wondering about this with Lamar Jackson. So this is a great showdown. Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen. Lamar Jackson bet on himself. Now, I don't know what he's getting out of betting on himself. Like, what? how much more money will the Ravens pay him? Is it, is it guaranteed money? Because it feels like, okay, there's, only, there's a finite amount of money they're going to pay him. It's not a half a billion dollars. Does he, you know, is he looking at a 10-year, $450 million deal like Mahomes? But this feels like it's, and, he, and now he's waiting another year to get his money. I just wonder, yeah, he bet on himself, but what what exactly does he want out of this? And and the market dictates how much you're going to make. If if he waits, you know, another year, okay, what's the price tag now? Right? You know, Kyler Murray said, Hey, I'm gonna scrub all my stuff with the Cardinals, and I mean business. I want to get paid. He wasn't he didn't play great last year. Lamar Jackson didn't play great last year, but he's got an MVP. And Lamar Jackson's played well. So I started to wonder, though, what exactly is his endgame? Where you go, if I get this, then I want to stay there. Aaron Judge bet on himself and is going to get Mike Trout numbers. I mean, he's, I, I was told this yesterday. You know, there's... Pieces of the San Francisco Giants for sale. Buster Posey bought in. There are going to be other people investing in the Giants, it, it appears, or maybe one other person. And there's, it feels like there's a lot more pressure on the Giants to make a big splash and go after Aaron Judge because they 
their payroll is not very high. I think it's like 120 maybe, something like that. It's like $30 million less than the previous year, if I'm right. But talking to somebody who knows what's going on with the Giants said, there's a real push for Aaron Judge, that you need something there. Because when you think of the San Francisco Giants, what comes to mind? Exactly. Nothing. Buster Posey a couple of years ago, Madison Bumgarner a couple of years ago. What do you think? Great stadium? Other than that. And Aaron Judge is from the area. So I wonder, you get into a bidding war, are the Giants willing to go toe-to-toe with the Yankees? Aaron Judge walked four times. He's sitting on 60 right now. If you missed Al Leiter, the former Major League pitcher, won three World Series titles. He works for the MLB Network. He talked about pitching to Judge, how you got to be smart. He pitched to McGuire. He pitched to Bonds. He pitched to Sosa and lived to tell about it. But uh, if you missed that, you can uh, always listen to the podcast. Go to danpatrick.com. Poll question for Hour 2, Seton, is going to be... We're going to put up for Hour 2, Dan, which uh, market you would rather play your career in with uh, New York or St. Louis. Okay. Yankees or the Cardinals. All right. Right now, the voting is at 53% Yankees. All right. Pretty close. All right. Yeah. I think it has to do with your personality. You know, New York's a great place, but you got to be ready for New York. St. Louis, St. Louis, you can walk in and you can be at home. New York, a little bit different. St. St. Louis, they welcome you in. New York, it's like, nah, not yet. Let me see what you can do. All right, all right, we'll, we'll embrace you here. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. I was also wondering... What happens to the hitters after Aaron Judge has been intentionally walked? Because that's really the key. The Blue Jays don't have to pitch to him. I got to win a game. Now, the Rangers and Orioles are the next two teams to end the season. They don't have anything to play for. In 12 plate appearances immediately after Judge intentionally walked since the start of August, the Yankee hitters are 0 for 10, two walks. In 51 plate appearances, immediately after a judge walk of any sort, so intentionally or unintentionally, the Yankee hitters are 4 for 51. That's a big reason why Aaron Judge is not being pitched to. So we can look at you know, the pitchers and saying, oh, you're cowards. Go after him. Well, the strategy is, I want to win. Yeah, I'm not here to serve this up and go, I'm going to be, you know, sort of mentioned as an afterthought with Aaron Judge home run chase. I want to win. I mean, we as fans want you to pitch to him. But if I'm on the mound, my goal is to win, not be part of history. And and the problem, if anybody has any problem with, oh, they're not pitching to him, blame the guys after Aaron Judge, not the pitcher. Four for 51. After a walk, I wouldn't pitch to him. Yes, Todd. Don't you think some of that's they're pressing too much, some of those batters? If I know I'm the one that they think is easier to face and the guy before me was just walked intentionally or otherwise, especially intentionally, I'm trying extra. Maybe they're trying a little extra hard and they're pressing, and that's why you're getting that kind of stat of almost zero batting. What What are you pressing on? Just get a hit. You don't have to hit a home run. You, when you press trying to hit a home run, you don't hit a home run. 
But to get a base hit? I mean, you're a professional hitter. Oh, my God, I'm pressing. I've got to get a hit. I'm going to show you because you walked out of judge. I'm going to show you. Oh, I'm out again. I don't, I don't know if they're pressing to get a base hit. If they're trying to hit a home run, all right. Yes, Paul. I'm always fascinated by that piece of analysis. Man, that guy's trying too hard. In, in sports, you know, I was watching a game the other day with my daughter, and the coach goes, well, we want our players to let the game come to them, not try to do too much and not try too hard. My daughter goes, why would the coach want his players not to try too hard? I'm like, well, and I try to explain it to her. Yeah. Try explaining not trying hard in a sport to an 11-year-old. <laughs> so they want to sit back and let the game come to them. Don't they want to make things happen on as a defense? I'm you just like, don't well, want to try too hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, just be patient and aggressive. <laughs> Let the you game. got to stay aggressive, but just be patient. Yeah. Let the game come to you, but go make a play. Yeah. What? Wait, how does the game come to me? Yes, Todd. I think you can be too focused, too tense in certain situations. I remember our coach in Little League would give us a gum, to, and that's supposed to kind of calm you down and relax. And there's something to be said for uh, whatever you can do to just kind of chill a little bit, not be so thinking, I got to get a hit, I got to get a hit. I yeah, gotta... but that's, that's Little League. I think at all levels. I think there's something to be you said think, for... You think the big league managers should give them some bubble gum? Yeah, well, you got Joe Madden in this. There are managers trying to do things to be silly, take them to a movie, loosen things up in the clubhouse, and I think players could uh, benefit from being a little looser mm. than like, oh, God, i got to do this, i got to do this. Mm. That's what I think. Okay. Yes, more. He's right, because it's not Little League Chew. It's Big League big Chew. Big League oh, Chew. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> he bailed me out. <laughs> Uh, let's see. James in Virginia. Hi, James. Welcome back. Oh, good morning, brother. Happy Wednesday, DP, Dan Etzman. Detroit is awesome. What up, though? We almost to the end of the September, man. Oh, man. So I had to contribute to the show, man. So I was just sitting there looking at some, uh, the games coming up this weekend. And I was thinking, man, like, which one and two team is in the most need of a win this weekend? And I'm looking at the Bengals the Cardinals, the Chargers, and the Niners, because all four of those teams had high hopes, but all four of those teams have a chance of going one and three this week. I'm going to say the Bengals, man, because they're the defending AFC champions. And going forward, man, if the Bills lose to the Ravens this weekend, is there trouble in Buffalo? <laughs> they got Pat Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers tearing down the pipe, man, and they were like the darlings of the NFL to start the season, man. And oh, oh one last thing, I think Carson Wack, Wentz just got sacked again, man. So oh, I'll take it off okay. the air, man. You guys have a great one. Thank you, James. Thank you, James. One of the more deceiving voices in the history of this show, James in Virginia. <laughs> right, Marv? Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Hail to the commanders. Boy, that got me. Yeah. We saw James uh, on the screen. He got a pie to the face, and Marvin goes, that's James in Virginia? We go, yep. I'm, I was ecstatic that I, I wasn't was, over there. I was, uh, I was surprised. I was very surprised. Yes, Paul. There's a couple funky lines this weekend. The Cardinals at the Panthers. The Panthers are favored by a point and a half. Mm. Vegas has like true opinions of teams. Mm. They do not like the Cardinals. Here's another funky line. Uh, let's okay, the Browns are at the one and two Falcons. Falcons favored? Cleveland's only favored by a point and okay. a half. Okay. That mean, and then you get three points for being at home. Yeah. Man, that's that's a that's they don't love the Browns. Well, Falcons got some weapons. I have odds here, by the way. Team to finish with the fewest regular season wins, according to DraftKings. Todd, you have first pick. I'm going to say 
Detroit. I think no. they're going to go on a slide. No. Seton? Team to finish with the fewest regular season wins. Uh, Falcons? No. Marvin, would you like to give us the obvious answer? Texans? Yay! Bloop, bloop. Oh, yeah, the Texans. Yeah. <laughs> They're so bad he forgot about them. They still play in the NFL, technically. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Second on the list. Todd, I can't go back to I you. I want to redeem myself and say Commanders. No. Ah. Thought I had that one. This uh, team, second on the list to finish with the fewest regular season wins. This one surprised me. Seattle Seahawks. Oh, I was going to guess that. Oh, you were not. Yeah, I, was, I was just about to say oh, the Seattle Seahawks. Okay, all right, I believe you. Bloop. Third on the list, Falcons. Fourth on the list, Panthers. Jets. What was, what was the last time the Lions were in the mix? I know. And that kind of thing. That's great. The Panthers are next on that list. The Lions are even losing the worst team. List. I know. Dang. Can't do anything right. Dang. Um, yeah, so Texans, Seahawks, Falcons, Jets, Panthers. All right, let me take a break. More phone calls. We'll get phone calls coming up here. And then uh, Jim Cantori from the Weather Channel will join us. He's in South Florida. Now, how does he get there? Does he drive? Can he fly? I, does he walk? How does, one of those cool vans, those tricked-out vans? Cool. Yeah, it's van? definitely not like a mid-sized sedan. There's no doubt about that. He's going in and like... Yeah, one of those. He might go in with a like a Hummer. It's called like Storm Monster, yeah. <laughs> and it's got like big monster truck wheels on yeah. it. And it's got all kinds of antennas. Yes, Todd. Yeah, it's got to be some kind of military tank. I would not possibly penetrate. Yeah, I would. I would think so. I Storm would. Monster six thousand. Yeah, Paul. Remember that movie Twister with Helen Hunt and uh, what's his name? Uh, Bill Paxton. I, Don't that, you hate Bill Paxton? Lo, no, I love Bill Paxton. Oh, wait, who do you not like? Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman. Pullman. Well, wait, wasn't it that one died and somebody thought the other guy died? Yeah, Bill Paxton was a great actor. So Bill Paxton died? Yes. And, and people think, thought that Bill Pullman died? Right. Okay. In that movie Twister, remember they would... They I, had never, all those, I never saw it. Oh, you got to see it. It's fascinating. There's a, a bunch of groups of people that are chasing a tornado. They chase it, they chase it, and chase it. And then as soon as they find it, they run like hell to get away yes, from it. yes. Yeah, like, get out of here! It's a tornado. What do you think was going to happen? Yeah, uh, let me take a break. We'll come back after this and the Dan Patrick Show. M Drive, you wake up in the morning. Well, you're getting ready to wake up. The alarm goes off, and then what do you do? Hit the snooze button. No, no. Oh, that. Uh, no, you you say to the you treat the alarm clock like it's Aaron Judge. You're going after it. I'm going to compete with you. And I'm going to wake up, and I'm going to carpe diem. Seize the day. Yes. Thank you, Seton. M-Drive. M-Drive helps you stay motivated. Testosterone support for driven guys packed with clinically tested ingredients, supports healthy T levels, and gives you energy. M-Drive. You can find it at Walgreens Rite Aid and Vitamin Shop. And just for my listeners, try M-Drive for only $5. Get started. You text DAN to 55000. That's 55000. Claim your exclusive offer. If you uh, want to try it for two weeks, and that's what we want to do, just try it. See if you like it. Every single morning, put it in a smoothie. M-Drive. Text Dan to 55,000. Get your first order of M-Drive for just $5. Message and data rates may apply. 
Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names. Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. they got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Jim Cantori will join us from South Florida coming up here in a little bit. He's covering the uh, weather conditions, one of the strongest hurricanes in Southwest Florida history, according to Jim, right now traveling at 155 miles per hour. 
John in Ohio. Hey, John, what's on your mind today? Hey, Dan, from Lima, Ohio, right down I-75 from your beloved UD. Yep. And I had a uh, uh, little uh, thing about Judge in terms of uh, nobody pitching to him. I think maybe the elephant in the room is uh, the guy that was brought to town, I think, to serve as protection. Giancarlo Stanton <laughs> this year is hitting two oh eight and is one for his last 17 with 11 strikeouts, including four strikeouts last night. Yeah, it's a fair point, John. I've talked about it before. That's one of the worst contracts in baseball history. At uh, Giancarlo Stanton, and you got him from the Marlins, and you're paying him $300 million, I think, over the life of that contract. Good luck with that. Uh, Alvin in Kentucky. Hi, Alvin. Hey, Dan. Hey, uh, thank you. First time, long time. Right. Six foot, 202. Hey, um, I got a question. Hey, with all this uh, not pitching to uh, Aaron uh, and all the walks and stuff, when uh, Pete was going after the record with our Reds, did he go through the same thing? And I'll listen for your answer. Thank now, you. I don't remember that. But, you know, giving up a base hit, I don't think, Sounds as embarrassing. Eric Schau gave up the base hit when he was pitching for the Padres, but I don't. I don't remember that. And and trying to hit a home run, you know, there's certain pitches that you can hit for a home run. Pete can get a base hit off, you know, a variety of pitches. And I don't know if there was. I think it affected Eric Schau. Um, I I want to be fair to his life story. Um, I I think that he had a sad life after that when he retired. I don't know if that affected him, and, and I, I, I shouldn't even be saying as much as I'm saying to be fair to you know, his legacy, his story. But I, I think uh, Eric Schau was a quality pitcher for the Padres but gave up that base hit to, uh, was that left center, to uh, Pete Rose. And, and Paulie, maybe you can find something, a bio with Eric, Eric Schau. Yeah, there's a couple bios I found on ESPN.com, the magazine, he, he died early of a lot of different circumstances, but that was kind of like a, a claim to fame that he never wanted, he said. Yeah, that's why when people talk about any publicity is good publicity. It really depends on the person. Like the Kardashians love any publicity. Any publicity seems to be good publicity, even if it's embarrassing, uh, hurtful. They don't care. But then there are other people who go, I don't want that publicity. I don't need that publicity. Yeah, Paul. And I think you mentioned it to Al Leiter. He's like, I wouldn't mind giving up a record home run. Like you said, he's got World Series rings, plural. Yes. He was considered a good pitcher. He's not a Hall of Famer, Al Leiter. He wasn't. But he had a very satisfactory, more than satisfactory career, a great career. And it's a lot easier to deal with like a, a hiccup like that. Remember Leon Lett and the fumble yeah. play? Imagine if Leon Lett were a first ballot Hall of Famer. That, that play's funnier then. You know, if you make a huge mistake and you're like a Hall of Famer or a Super Bowl winner, it's funny. It's a footnote. And the other person involved uh, with Leon Lett was going to score a touchdown against the Bills in the Super Bowl, right? And Steve Tasker, or, or was it Tasker or Don Beebe? You know, they they make a name for themselves. I should remember the person making a name for themselves. Here I'm screwing that up. Uh, Don Beebe came out of nowhere, I think, and knocked the ball away. And Don Beebe became part of history because of what he did on that play. Yes, yeah, Mark. Unfortunately for Leon Lett, that's not the only blunder. I know you he did had the two one of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving against what, the Dolphins, I think? 
That was, yeah, I think so. Like, whatever you do, don't try to recover the, no, he tried to recover the football. Uh, uh, Lamont in, in Georgia. Hi, Lamont. Hey, Dan, thanks for taking my call. I really do appreciate it. Sure. Um, I was uh, just wondering, uh, basically about uh, the, the balls on uh, being called in baseball to just basically walk players. I was just wanted to get your thoughts on it. Um, what if they uh, the league just changed it around a bit to where you can walk the uh, – because great players are always getting walked all the time, and it's a strategy. I get that. But what if the league uh, made it to where once you walk that same player the first time, he can't be walked again. You have to you have to throw him a pitch that he can't hit in the strike zone. Yeah. Well, I don't think they're going to adopt that. I'll go further, Dan. When you intentionally walk a player, you have to walk him to first base. Like you're, like you have you're, to escort him. Yeah, like a prom date where you have the arm around, a little hand. You have to walk him. You must base. buy him a corsage. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I mean, look, you can pitch to somebody, but you pitch carefully to them. That doesn't mean you're trying to walk them as much as you're not trying to give them an opportunity to get a hit. And I don't want you to hit a home run. I'm going to pitch you carefully. Did anybody ever accuse Greg Maddox, Maddox of pitching around somebody? He never threw it down the middle of the plate. He's always throwing it on the corners. Did anybody ever say, Tom Glavin pitching around people? If you can pitch, you can pitch on the corners. You can throw it onto the black. That's being a great pitcher. It's you have too many guys who just throw the baseball. There are a lot of a lot of throwers. They're not a lot of pitchers in baseball. Yeah, see. Yeah, I was listening to you speak, and you're talking about how well. I'm not just. I'm just going to not give you if there's a home run hitter up. I'm not going to give you a pitch to hit a home run. It sounds a lot like um, pitching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It sounds a lot like if you were just to get up there and say pitch. Like every time you get up there, you're not trying to hit, give up a home run. There's just what we call pitching. I might have to explain this to a younger audience because they're not they're not familiar with this. You guys are used to people throwing pitchers throwing really hard and you know as hard as they can right down the middle of the plate. Pitchers used to pitch on the corners or they would you know elevate. They'd go up a little bit or they'd go down in the strike zone. Not. Hey, I'm going to throw it a hundy. Let's see if you can hit it. I guarantee you, they can hit it. Yes, yes, Todd. If you're a judge and you're stuck at 60, you're down to your last couple of games, they're pitching around you, not intentionally walking you, but not giving anything good to hit. Are you taking a couple of cuts at some wild pitches to maybe uh, get a hold of one that's a little out of the strike zone, even though you know it's going to be a ball? I don't know. Would you? Um, Well, he's trying to win the Triple Crown. You know, we, we, we've credited him with having a better educated eye at the plate, and you're seeing the results. I don't know if you then change your results or you know, try to change the results by changing, you know, your, your batting eye of what you're willing to go out and get. There's certain guys who are great bad ball hitters, but that was part of who they were. You know, Vlad Guerrero, famously bad ball hitter. Uh, Manny Sanguin, who played for the Pirates, bad ball hitter. Yogi Berra, bad ball hitter. Certain guys. But that was that's they were comfortable in doing that. Judge is so locked in. Barry Bonds never would never go chase. Late in his career, he never chased. Ever. Wade Boggs didn't chase. Rod Carew didn't chase. Tony Gwynn didn't chase. Great hitters, 
if you're going to chase, then you probably have a pretty good idea of what you're able to do. Yes, Tom. But wouldn't Bonds chase if it was close to a Maguire or Sosa-type record? I wonder if it's towards the end of a year and he's not way ahead in the home run race for a single season, does he? Because he was so upset with Maguire and Sosa getting all the attention. We'll never know, Todd. We'll never know. We'll never know. Uh, Let's see. Rob in San Diego. Hi, Rob. Hey, how you doing? Good. Hey, I was uh, listening to the show, and you guys are talking about uh, challenges. And I remember it was there was less on the line, but it was Randy Johnson, and he challenged McGuire in Seattle. And I think McGuire hit a ball that might still be going. You can find it on YouTube, but it was one of the great, the greatest uh, two Titans going against each other. And just listening to you guys talk about the challenges brought, brought that to memory. Yeah, I love that. But what was at stake then? Was there any playoff berth? Was there a home run chase? I don't think there was. Because Unit was pitching in Seattle. And was McGuire playing for the A's? Yeah, Paul. Yeah, I, I found it. It's, it's, uh, it's definitely when he's with the A's, Mark McGuire, and they measured at 538 feet. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of those where you go, I'm going to throw it. And if you hit it, it's going to go a long, long way. And McGuire did exactly that. Man, he looks like an NFL tight end running the bases. Mm. He was. And this is early McGuire. But if you look at McGuire's rookie year, he's he's a big guy. He's just, he's more slender. He's more cut. And then he got injured. And then uh, I think I had I did a Sports Center interview with him. And he said he really thought about quitting because he had all these injuries. And I think that's when he made that decision that he was he was going to use PEDs. And that changed the whole look of him. I mean, he went from being a, a tall guy, big guy. I mean, his brother, former quarterback, was what, six, seven big guys. But he became huge. He became like Brock Lesnar. You know, you put him, Brock, Le- I would love to see Brock Lesnar at the plate. Just put him in a uniform with a batting helmet. See that little bat there in his hands? Tight pants? Yeah, very tight. Um, <laughs> Wait, whoops. I thought that. Did I say that? Right. Yeah, my bad. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, Markeith Morris plays for the Nets. And um, I guess he's going to be the enforcer in town here. He uh, compared Kevin Durant's situation with the Nets to Markeith Morris's marriage. Like I said before, you know, my, you know, Brooklyn was on my, was a top team the whole summer. Uh, actually, there was my number one phone call right up until what happened with Kevin. But, you know, man, just, that's the NBA, man. Um, you break up with a girlfriend, you get back with her. Same shit. Same shit. <laughs> you have your differences until you figure it out. Does it work? Yeah, I mean... Broke up my wife a couple times. We still married. <laughs> <laughs> it works. But, you know, sometimes you need space to figure some things out. This shit works, you know. Here's what it is. All righty. All right. It's good. Wise words. Yeah, very wise. Yes, Paul. Did anybody break up with their current wife when they were dating? Like, had a a gap period where hmm, I, a gap I, year. <laughs> my wife and I, when we were dating, we broke up for two weeks and then got back together. But it almost went. Oppo. Hmm. 
And then when we got right back together, yeah, she realized. Yeah, and then, of course uh, she did. Yeah. <laughs> of course it wasn't me begging. Of course she did. Yeah, okay. uh, no, no, I uh, start to finish. Yes, Todd. No, that's uh, that's an interesting story. I didn't know that. It's a little nugget. We've been no, working no, together no. like 20 years. I, it, I don't have a story okay. about that. that. That's what it was about. Not, Paulie, that's a great story. Did you go? No, to- we uh, we were always together. We didn't have a break. Seton. No, no, we just kind of, right from the day we met, kind of been sailing ever since. Well, Seton got engaged like four hours after they met. Yeah. Accurate. <laughs> I think I'm, that might be right on hey, that. Hey, you know Accurate. love. Hey, it's when you know, you know. Yeah, you know, you know. Uh, Marv? Yes, we broke up for maybe like a year in... A half almost? Mm. Mm-hmm. You're in a half. Yeah. We got back together. We were so young. So dumb. <laughs> you know, the young people say, the young people have this quote where they say, you belong to the streets. I wasn't ready to be, like, tied down yet. Oh, you, you were a player? I belong to the streets. You couldn't take that off the market? <laughs> you, can't, you can't do that to the ladies, take that off the wow. market? Oh, okay. All right, I hear you, player. And my wife, my girlfriend at the time was like, nah, you can do that with somebody else. Wow. <laughs> Play on, player. Thank you, Todd. All right, we'll check in with Jim Cantori from South Florida right after this. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation is building a do-good village in Land Lakes, Florida. First of its kind community, over 100 homes for the program recipients. This is a place where Gold Star families, families of fallen first responders and catastrophically injured heroes can live together. And neighbors who understand what they're going through. A place where the children of these families will grow up together. The foundation's on a mission to do more for these families. And this do-good village is going to help beyond measure. And it's all thanks to an extraordinary donation of Many acres of land, and of course, your generosity. You can help America's greatest heroes and their families heal together. Make the Do Good Village the first of many communities like it across the nation. With every mortgage-free home, the foundation makes good on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices our heroes have made for our country and our communities. Donate $11 a month, Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? along with my fellow pro bowler, T.J. Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, T.J. Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with 
the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about Timeless Legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names. Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. they got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Jim Cantori of the Weather Channel in southwest Florida. And I saw a tweet from Jim before 7 a.m. that said the uh, hurricane now 155 miles per hour trying its best to become a Cat 5, which I think is 157, 158 miles per hour. And then Jim goes on to say one of the strongest hurricanes in southwest Florida history. And Jim joins us now. Jim, where are you? Uh, well, I'm back packing some of my stuff because I have a feeling I'm going to be spending the night in my car because we're going to get some storm surge here in Punta Gorda, Florida, which is where I am, Dan. And so we're going to go. We got a parking garage. We'll get up uh, a couple of levels in that and, and, and let this thing come in and, and, and do its thing, man. How bad do you expect it to be? Very, very bad. Um, you know, if you go and you Google the Saffir Simpson scale, and you look at the different categories, when you're up there in a high-end four or low five, it doesn't matter if it gets to five now. It, it's still, you know, unless it goes way into the five. Uh, but the, the point is, is, it's still the same type of catastrophic damage. Homes, roofs, trees and power lines mangled just about everywhere. And, of course, the element with this that we're worried about is storm surge. I mean, 12 to 18 feet, Dan, which puts 
some of this town that I'm in, or a lot of it anyway, underwater. Explain that storm surge to me. So the storm surge is the rise of water component on the east side of a storm. Uh, you know, there's all this wind that comes over the water and you have such a low pressure. You have a compensating water rise for that. So all of that is following the hurricane's landfall point. All right. And wherever that is, especially if it's to my west, which it's forecast to be, the right side of that eye, which is where I am, is maximizing the storm surge. So this morning, again, you saw pictures up in Tampa Bay where the wind was actually blowing the water out. Here in Charlotte Harbor, we had offshore winds, and that blew the water out. But the water's going to come back in, and it's going to come back in with waves on top of it, and it's going to continue to rise into that 12 to 18-foot level. So that's what happens when you have a hurricane. There's almost a little slope of water that adjoins the eye wall right into the coastline. And, of course, depending on the approach, is it 90 degrees to the coast? Or is it more angular? You maximize your storm surge the more you know perpendicular you are to the coast. Who's getting hit the hardest? Or what you expect? I mean, Lee, Charlotte, Collier counties, up to Sarasota County. Uh, and, and the fact that this thing is so doggone strong, and it's not going to wind down quick. Uh, it's going to come in, and you're going to even have damage uh, into Orlando. I remember after Charlie, which this isn't going to move that fast, but it's so much bigger, it's going to kind of make up for not having that speed. Uh, there, were, there were like literally mulch cities because there was so much debris everywhere that they had to mulch all up. So, I mean, it was incredible. I'll, I'll never forget that image driving by in Orlando after, after Charlie uh, back in 2004. What's the worst one you've been involved in? I mean, they're all bad. You know, they're all, you know, any, any, any major hurricane – there's a lot of damage, but sometimes, you know, like let's just say Harvey after Harvey came in as a cap four on the central Texas coast, then it became a 65 inch flood in the Houston metro area. So it's like, what, what, what's bad? You know, what was bad? All of it. Uh, you know, anything that floods, certainly anything that causes a massive loss of, of life and, and property uh, is bad. So Dan, just to, I don't know if you can see this. Tell me if you guys can see this. Yes. Yeah, you can see it. Yeah. All right. So the top part is what we call the reflectivity. The bottom part is the radar estimating the wind speed. So that's the eye wall. You see the 122 miles an hour yes. in that eye wall? Yeah. That's what's coming in toward Captiva right now as we speak. And that's what's heading up my way. So I'm watching this. And last time we had uh, you know, Hurricane Charlie back in 2004, that the waves and the wind were so bad, they actually made a cut across the barrier island. They call it the Captiva cut. I expect several cuts in several parts of the barrier island to really take a catastrophic hit. How do you maintain composure in something like this? It's your job, but there's got to be part of you that nervous. Yeah, I'm always nervous for my crew. Uh, I'm always nervous for people in harm's way. I mean, there's, but I'm on mission. I mean, how, how do you ask a guy who's on the front lines how do you maintain composure? It's your mission. It's your job. So, you know, you have that responsibility to, to do that. I mean, it's not perfect. Sometimes you get tired. Sometimes you see someone suffering and you're torn to pieces because of it. And that's really hard, frankly, to, to maintain that composure because you want to suffer right along with them. And this lady downstairs, her name was Barbara. She, uh, she just gave me a big hug before I came up here. And uh, I mean, that was, that was nice. I needed that. 
So what do you do the rest of the day? I'm going back out. Like I said, I came back here to our hotel because given the storm surge forecast here in Punta Gorda, I don't know if we're going to be able to get back here tonight when we finish doing our broadcast. So we're probably sleeping in a car in a parking garage. Uh, so I just wanted to get some things, some food to bring back, you know, some drinks, um, some Gatorade, water, things like that, just to just to go back and, and, and ride it out there. And hopefully we'll be able to walk through oh, back to our hotel tomorrow, you know, but I don't anticipate anybody having power. I can tell you that. You ever been in a jam where you thought, you know what, I'm 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 in trouble here. I mean, never like, oh, I'm in trouble here because you can always go up. You always have to leave yourself an escape route to go up. I mean, the cars and all the other crap you can replace. Uh, in Katrina, we lost everything uh, on the parking lot. And the good news is we were there at the Armed Forces Retirement Home. So we could help out the Navy CB unit that was based there. A lot of young guys, you know, strong, young. and, 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 and But basically when that water started coming in that building, we got a chance to uh, help them, you know, bring those vets, our vets, up, up to the second floor out of harm's way. But, you know, the problem is, is the water came in, the food is down there, all the medicine is down there. Um, and, of course, everyone's having breakfast when Katrina came into Gulfport, Mississippi. So that, that was one of those things where it's just like you, you can react and freak out or you can pull yourself together change your mission. Now you're a part of the mission with these guys and, and you try and help as many people as you can. And, and, you know, I'm proud to say nobody died in that. Nobody died in that armed forces retirement home. And these are our heroes. Um, you should see that thing now, Dan, you should see that place. It's, it's a fortress. It's up on stilts 30 feet off the ground. So uh, if you ask me if I'd ride out another cat for her five hurricane there, you're damn right. I would. Absolutely. What would you say to the people who, could be listening to this show or in that area that uh, you think is right in the middle. I, I hope they realize a, how fast the water's going to come up when the winds come around from the South, because it's weird this morning because it's actually going down. I mean, there are boats literally sitting in harbors that are tied up. They're sitting on the ground, kind of tilting over like this, but when the water comes back in, you know, now you're talking about it's got no place to go, but up and, and then if it breaks, if some of the wind breaks, the uh, the boats lose. They're just at the mercy of the wind, and you kind of wind up with this big pile of boats, you know, in the in the corner of the marina. So that change in wind direction brings in the water. It also brings in the eye wall, which uh, is making its way toward Captiva as we speak. And there's still so much lightning in that eye wall, which is usually a sign of a very well established uh, hurricane that even could intensify further. Great to talk to you. Be safe as always. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Right. Jim Cantori, meteorologist, uh, Weather Channel. And, you know, there's part of you that you, you have to want to do that uh, because that's that's what your job is. And it's important to do it and uh, to be able to go in and be able to report um, letting people know this is serious because I I've been through, you know, one tornado in my life went through my small town and there were warnings and you're thinking is so like, this will be cool. And I had friends who lost their homes. Nobody died, but there are a hurricane or a tornado that came through. And I just remember it went through my little downtown and it just was picking off buildings 
and friends who lived out, you know, miles away from me. They'd just have their house lifted up, demolished. And then a house next to them, nothing. And I remember going into downtown with my dad and one of my brothers. Electrical lines are down, and it's just chaos. And you realize that devastation happened so quickly. And I'll never forget the feeling of the air. It was cold. But, man, that thing came through, and it meant business. But that's just a, that's just a tornado. This is Category 5. All right, uh, final hour coming up. Uh, we'll get to more phone calls coming up. Got a really, really interesting stat. Has to do with pitchers' intentional walks. That I think will surprise you. But maybe it'll say something about those pitchers. They weren't afraid. They didn't pitch around to anybody. Two hours in the books, one more to go on this Wednesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. One more item, we close out hour two, and what an hour it was. Business owners, you're feeling boxed in by the pressures of running your business. And when you think about it, you got remote workforces, you got changing regulations, HR compliance, you got to hire, retain top talent, you got payroll to handle, the list goes on and on and on. All you want to do is keep employees engaged while running your business smoothly. Fortunately, there's Insperity. They have 30 plus years of HR experience, and they help you develop a people strategy, and that will support your business strategy. You focus on on the health of your organization. But let's say your HR strategy included access to better benefits, helping to keep the employees you have and attract new ones. What if it also offered training? Training for your employees to increase their skills so they become more productive. Also, the challenges facing business, no matter what they are, Insperity is ready to help you move past those obstacles. Because with Insperity, nothing seems impossible. Insperity, HR, that makes a difference. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The boundlessly capable all-electric EQS SUV from Mercedes-Benz with available transparent hood technology. So advanced, it can see through sheet metal. The vehicle's all-electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQS SUV. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.